Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Eyes Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman. And joining us this week, Michael Huber. Sir Braun of the Blackwater. Ben Moore. <laughs> Stannis Baratheon. Brandon Jones. The Onion Knight. And Ian Hink making this all happen. Ah, Cersei, I don't know. <laughs> Are these BBT references? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. just to be clear. Man, I really thought we'd slip that under me. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your BBT lore is too strong, uh, Kyle. Uh, if you notice my voice sounding like a little good, yeah, you okay, Kyle? Yo, no. what? What? You're about to break your own rule. The Regis rule? Yeah. What the heck? Just you said like, Regis never says when he's sick. Yes. You no, said no, no, to no. never do this. Never, never complain about being sick. Okay. Because I, I do want to prepare people for me having a coughing fit in the middle <laughs> okay. of this podcast, or cutting myself short, or sounding weird. I'm not complaining. I'm happy to be sick. <laughs> I don't appreciate you not being straightforward with the audience, though. This is just, you're going to a BBT con, and this is you getting into character. And I know you're, it's your first time doing this, so. Uh, I've been, Ben, for real, though, like, I've been wanting to, like, talk softer on this podcast. I think sometimes I'm just, like, a little shrill. Just get closer mm-hmm. to the mic. Yeah, yeah and that. so, like, yeah, maybe, yeah. okay, all right. Uh, it's time to play Glenny's Cauldron. This is where... Patrons send us ingredients that we're going to throw into Glinny's cauldron. Glinny, of course, is our witch friend who is trying to make a most vile video game. Here's what our patrons are offering. Uh, Faxsimil is sending... Selling. The game is fully voice acted, but only by one guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Chase Kruger is offering... Every loading screen is a bright blank white screen. Loading screens. For oh man, sure. those really? Are, yeah. Those are both yeah. fantastic. Whoa. Sure. I think yeah, the game I mean, being voiced by one guy could be entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> there could be some kind of like I'd be proud of that guy. Yeah. You know, like that's a, that's a tour yeah. de force. Yeah, not to that guy's gonna get nominated. Not to not to <laughs> score some points with Jones here, but you know, a man of troop can voice multiple characters and and crush it. So uh, that point total. I'll remember them. I'll remember those points. Go ahead, Ian. I was I was party to this actually. I I voice directed AJ. In uh, that Schrodinger's cat game, and he was almost all the voices. <laughs> You're right. I think he was. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was fun. Bubsy 3D is all one woman. That's pretty cool. So we're we're gonna use our our uh, doubloons to buy the loading screen thing. There's yeah. so many bad things about that. There's yeah. so many. Th- I mean, obviously it's visually abrasive. No yes. indicator whatsoever of, of anything that's loading. <laughs> no tool tips. No like lore. No no flavor of the world. No screenshots. <laughs> Nothing. And it's like the kind of thing where it's so bright and blaring that even when you look at your phone, you can still sense it right yeah, there. Yeah. Only, if it, like, so only if it clicks. If it fades in, no, no. It's yeah. got to just, just appear and then click, yeah. go away. Uh, Chase Kruger, we're buying. Thank you. Yep. Uh, there were a lot of submissions about loading screens. That's my favorite. Okay, yeah. good. Um, actually, it would love and respect last week was like, hey, if you are in that $5 tier, it's worth it just to read them. Like, there's so many funny ones. I bring, like, six and narrow it down right before we record. There are so many funny ingredients that I have to erase every week. Uh, thank you, Chase. And thank you, Facsimile, for the offer. We're not buying. Um, oh, in re- regards to Glenny's Cauldron. So it sounds like Activision snuck into Capcom's Cauldron. Right. So from Devil May Cry 5, they stole the thing where if you press start, it skips a cutscene in Sekiro. Shadows die twice. It's still the blueprints, because it still is in DMC5. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the recipe. The re- yeah. They stole the recipe. Unbelievable. The spell. Uh, please begin correction music, Jones. Okay, so Odo's actor, who we talked about last week, is that Deep Space Nine? Odo? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, his name is Rene Albert Jeannot. Uh, Jeannot? 
I don't know. Wah, I think. Okay, Albergeon Wah. He voiced Dr. March in two episodes of Batman the Animated Series. Uh, That is the uncle of Man Bat. Yo. Got it. Uh, Whoa. uh, John Glover is the Riddler. Oh, yeah. Lex Luthor's dad on Smallville is the Riddler. That's right. Really? Yes. Okay. Nice. Uh, Cool. I thought he's done some other stuff. He's, uh, Renee has done a lot of VO. He's a very, he he went the Hamill route. You know, not, not as much live action now, but tons of VO. Nice. Odo, dude. Uh, we were not giving Microsoft enough credit last week and not giving Amazon enough credit in terms of uh, cloud market share. So it goes Amazon first, AWS is first, uh, Microsoft Azure, uh, and then Google Cloud is third. So we're talking about Google Cloud having like the best infrastructure. It's like you're third, buds. You're behind well, I mean, Microsoft. Were we talking that buddies? up? They were talking that up. Yeah, exactly. I feel uh, like someone said Amazon had the biggest. I think we might time. have, yeah. But yeah. I didn't know that Microsoft is in between them. And you brought it up, Ian. You you were the one that asked, do you think yeah. Amazon will compete with this as well? So uh, We talked about fights to the death uh, <laughs> in video games nice. and how they get more exciting as they go on. Yeah. As opposed to, I thought in real life they would get sad as they go on. But somebody had a really good comment about adrenaline yeah. and how, like, when you are sensing that you were about to die, yeah. adrenaline comes in and you get super strength. And then I got cool with it suddenly. Like, getting a super in a fighting game makes sense. Yeah. Fighting to the death. Yes. In The Last of Us. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. You are always fighting to yeah. the death. You feel it. You feel um, the urgency. The, the Google Assistant demo uh, that was shown in the presentation last week was not Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It was Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh. For reasons unknown. Okay. Um, finally, we have a new outlawed phrase. We already have four. We're adding our fifth. H-E-Y-G-O-O-G-L-E. Outlawed. Hereby. No one can say that phrase on this podcast. Got it. It was made clear to me through comments. Got it. That it wasn't cute that I said that phrase many times. And correction music, please. Um, and lastly, I want to do an update. I love updates. And to me, I like don't even want to talk about this for a second. But a uh, U.S. gamer reported this week that Walmart is also talking to game publishers about their own streaming service. Saw that. Sure, buds. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> What's Gamefly up to these days? <laughs> Gamefly is awesome. Yeah. Get those Building discs. their I infrastructure. Rocked, <laughs> I rocked Gamefly for many, many years. I'm, I'm just wondering if they can enter the I see commercials still, dude. Because I feel like they did do streaming for a little bit, but... Maybe I'm wrong in thinking that. Hit us up, Gamefly. There was GameTap, too. Remember that? What yeah, if GT? There were a lot of GameTap ads, I remember. They were GT. I remember like when GameTap first came out. Yeah. They're like, well, we're GT. I was like, you are, are you? Interesting. <laughs> Did game trailers outlive GameTap? Uh, I mean, if they're not around, it's yeah, gotta be like, close, right? I think so. Yeah, Probably. Missed Online shut down before Game yeah. Trailers did. Then Game Theory took over and we lost. That's the new GT. Yeah. Even oh. even above Gran Turismo, Carrying if you ask course. a twelve year old, yeah. True. Kyle, can you <laughs> give us a fantasy update? Yes. Uh, so Ian had an incredible like Sekiro was I think your first round pick. Yeah, yeah. It it did great. It huge points for Sekiro. Woo. I think it's like a ninety one or ninety two. It's in there. Any, yeah. Any point over ninety, you get double points. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like, uh, I gotta say that was a really good pick. I uh, was not. I didn't have a lot of faith in Sekiro at the beginning of this year. Mm. I was in January, worried. Yeah. <laughs> and so it it felt like so unknown. Still, it felt like why aren't people talking about Sekiro? And then it turns out it's still great. Didn't there was no cause for worry. So what's the next game coming out that is one to watch for the Fantasy League? Uh, I think I have Yoshi. Okay. I think I drafted Yoshi. It's me or Don. I don't think Ian would ever draft Yoshi. You, you so I don't, I don't fully that. understand how this works. Are you like picking a range for Yoshi? 
No, what it'll like the higher Yoshi's score the is, score, the more yeah. points I get above, from my fantasy oh, okay. team. Above seventy, you get positive points. Right. If it's below seventy, they subtract points from oh. you. It's a cool suit. I love it. Uh, it is degenerate, Ben. It is very degenerate. I admit that. Is that your favorite part? Is it degenerate? <laughs> yeah, probably. <dude. laughs> uh, do y'all remember my favorite way to start a podcast? Game announcements. Game announcements. We have a few. We have more than I'm going to talk about because mm. there's just so many over the last seven days. Um, I wanted to start with one, though, that I think has some enthusiasm at mm. this table and maybe even the table next to us. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 was announced this week. Uh, Paradox Interactive <laughs> Publishing, Hard Suit Labs developing. Tell me, tell me what this is. The oh. world of darkness. I want to... I want to hear Ian just go off. Isn't yeah. this one of your favorite games ever, Ian? Yeah, Bloodlines was great. Okay, then go off. Yeah, Ian. Uh, Bloodlines, it's a vampire game. You can take many different tactics at it. I was reading about this one, and they were saying things like, uh, you know, they're making the claim that every game like this makes, but like that you have crazy amounts of dialogue choices and that things you choose in the first 30 minutes will impact the end of the game, and like you can't just like go through the last door at the end, reload your save, and see the other ending. It's like you have to replay the whole thing because all your choices are... And you get to do the character creator twice? What do you mean? Uh, you, you make your human first, and then Dude. you become a thin blood, and like the first like third of this game is sort of a character creator because like you pick your background, your job, your all this stuff, and then like when, you be, when you're embraced, which is the Vampire the Masquerade version of being turned into a vampire... Uh, you, you do it again to pick your like vampire stuff and i'm that's pretty cool. so about it and it yeah. just sounds so cool and like other people are saying that they're going to do really cool stuff with like representation and like that it's going to be a cool thing i don't know they, they're it seems like they're taking a stance uh, on stuff which is interesting i don't know it sounds cool i hope it's good and not bad uh, Jones also loves vampire stuff. I, well, I have more experience with Vampire the Masquerade, the tabletop, tabletop game. than the actual. Nah. Than so that's why this thing like, has so many titles. Vampire Cole and the Masquerade yeah. is the tabletop game. Yeah, and World yeah. of Darkness is like the Dungeons and Dragons. That's like yeah. got it. So thank um, you. So that's also really exciting. Is that like all the systems, all the lore, all the rules, all of that's figured out already? It's just a question of like, who are we going to be playing? How much freedom we're going to have? Like what? And it's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, do we know what city it is? Seattle. Oh, it's Seattle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So th this is, like, in our world. So it's Kill not like it. you're in some yeah. weird made-up, like, D.C. city. It's not like Gotham or Metropolis or something. And, like, the, the, the thing – sorry, Brandon. Didn't sure. didn't mean to cut you off. I, I played the tabletop, too. And so, like, I love, in the game, the character creator sheet. You can do it where you answer questions or whatever in the older one. Or you can straight up just use the character sheet from the tabletop game. It's, like, one-to-one. Cool. -one. It's crazy. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, I, for me, obviously, from playing a lot of the tabletop, it'd be exciting if some of that stuff's brought in. One of my favorite things from playing it was if you create a character, you have to think of a vice. So there's something that you are going to do wrong that you cannot avoid. And mine, when I played, was I did not drink blood from anyone who looked like they made less than six figures. Like never. <laughs> like I had, I had, I have standards. Did you come up with that, or was that from the that book? was in? That was in. The, I like the, that. The well, it was it was like a classism type of Brandy thing. And that, that was that was how yeah. I defined it. Because the DM's like, you got to define it somehow. And I'm like, six figures. And he was mm. like, okay. I tried to offer Jones my blood once. Wouldn't take it. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but uh, the the masquerade in Vampire the Masquerade speaks of this uh, that we have a really good thing going. Like most of the world doesn't know that monsters exist. 
exist, that all this bad stuff is happening. If they did, there would be a panic. And so even though you have these houses, Game of Thrones style, of some of these vampires have been around for a really long time, some of them are much more animalistic, some of them are much more like the Lannisters, like often they're rich castles. and um, So they are quarreling, there's wars going on, but it never gets so extreme as to bleed out into the world so that they would see what's happening because that's going to ruin the party, the masquerade for everyone. And so it's this really kind of fun, tenuous. That's why, like, in the trailer you've seen, like, it's all in back alleys. It's all in sewers. It's all, you know, um, out of the way, out of the sight of everybody. And so the shot in the trailer, this huge wave crashing in, is like, oh, like, that would break the masquerade if that hit. People would want to know why the heck there was a tidal wave in Seattle. It was a tidal wave of blood. um, Well, in the hallway, but there's at the the pier. You can see, like, a, that's blood, you think, in the ocean? I think it's red, man. All right. Corrections for next week. Okay, corrections for next week. Um, but it's just it's a it's a very fun world, and uh, what I'm hoping is that this is a game where if I want to be a very strong tank type character, speaking to Huber right there, <laughs> I can just rush through this game, and I'm not you know kind of not necessarily skip you know because that's like uh, developers hate to hear that obviously for they're putting that much writing and dialogue into it, but like I'm not focused on the story that much. I really want to play this because the game, the abilities you have look really interesting. And you have someone who's like, I'm mostly going to get into like levitation. I'm mostly going to get into mind powers. And I'm really going to play on the lore side. I'm really going to, you know, yeah. try to get through this game by manipulating people, lying to people. And that both people in like a Skyrim way can, can be playing two seemingly different games at the same time. So it's definitely, it's a, like a first person RPG like Skyrim as opposed to an action first person game. And I'm assuming, yeah, the uh, Bloodlines was, was sim. Definitely third person. I don't remember if there were first person views in Bloodlines, but the trailers you like, can primar- switch. The, the trailers primarily uh, first person, which can, is weird. You can go first or third. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. So yeah, curious how that uh, how that stuff plays out. But fun world, and and there's the 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 sky's the limit. I think with that franchise, and and the trailers definitely selling up like it's back, and so like okay, yeah, because that's you know you're saying a lot there. The only time I'd ever heard of it is Ian talking up that game. That's like the only time, like, just what? You were saying five words is your favorite game, and I'm like, what is this game? It's real good. Um, 2020 is when that game will be coming out, so nice. we'll see. Got so we can't up. draft it. Yeah. Bloodlines yeah. is $5 on GOG, I think. I read a headline. Oh, hey. You, and heads up, though, if you, if you get it on Steam or any of those, you basically have to patch it and hack your own copy to make it work. At least you did a year ago when I most Whoa. recently played it. Okay. You have to, like, download, like, Unofficial patches to make it work. That happened with us with some GOG downloads. Yeah, we wanted like army men to work. Yeah. Even we had to like yeah, go into the code and change a typo. Even yeah. like, it was crazy. Man. But also if you if you go back and watch like a let's play of Bloodlines, like it's probably going to be kind of tame. Like if you go back and just watch like any random moment in Knights of the Old Republic, like you might it might just be someone in a bar being talking. Like, yeah, where's the drink I ordered? And you're like, well, I and you're like this game looks terrible. And this game looks really boring. And it's like it's that slow burn. It's the world. You know, same thing with Kotor. It's like going to planet after planet. At meeting new people, having these relationships, betraying people, you know, and it's hard to tell just from a 30 second snippet. Sure. And so this, uh, it, it would be interesting to see how they advertise it and how, if they try to play up big set piece moments or, or more action. And yeah. I just hope it how does. It looks, how the engine runs. I hope it does really well. One, for the Vampire the Masquerade fans, but two, just for the genre. It's just an underserved genre at all times. I feel like it's always on, you know, on, on a, on a, what am I looking for? On, on a, it's on its thin ice. It's on thin ice. Yes, thank you, bud. <laughs> on its last legs. On its last, yeah. It yeah, always yeah. just feels like that. So but I Vampire hope. Vampire was fun but problematic, yeah. you know, and so it's like, um, I, I, Not I, just I thought Vampires, I was going to love Vampire, and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. excited about the world. Cool, uh, cool reveal event, right? 
to have like a live audience to you know like good for them on all that uh another live event last week was nintendo's nindies direct uh this is normally when we check out some indie games coming to the nintendo switch uh most of them not new just like hey this game is also coming to switch you've seen it on steam but here now too there was a game announcement at the end of this nindies direct (laughs) that is unprecedented yeah 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 uh the game is called cadence of hyrule crypt of the necrodancer featuring the legend of zelda this is a crypt of the necrodancer sequel uh taking place in the world of zelda in hyrule you can just say hyrule i guess um same gameplay same character cadence is her name but also link and zelda are there and it's fully just a licensed zelda game from an indie developer kyle i have a very recent and relevant Crypt of the Necrodancer story. Okay. So I, I finished Sekiro at like 12.30 last night, and then I played a mission of Devil May Cry 5 on Son of Sparta. I played mission 12, and then I was like, well, I, I, wa- I don't want to go to bed, but I need something less intense than what I've been playing. Okay, I get And that. so I downloaded Crypt of the Necrodancer and played so it for the first time. Fun, dude. Be- only because, like, I'd, I'd heard about it, and I heard that it was good, but... The announcement of the Zelda stuff like really refreshed it in my brain and made me excited about it again, whereas otherwise I probably just would have forgotten about it just because it had been so much time. And so it was interesting to see like just the effect on that announcement, how that immediately made me want to play something I probably would have skipped otherwise. So. Uh, Huber, you're into Necrodancer from the yeah. past. I we, feel like you showed me the shopkeeper before, we right? Streamed it at GT. I yeah, feel and it like. was hard for me. It was like a, like it's you it's have tough. to. It's, it's, it's a hard tough. game. Yeah. It's it really I never takes. Finished it. Not yeah. even close. So it's a dungeon crawler where you have to move to a beat and I think attack to a beat as well. Yeah, I said something like I want. I needed something less intense, and I thought it was going to yeah. be less intense. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just it's music. Getting <laughs> because because your your brain like wants to go and attack the thing, but you're also trying to keep the rhythm, and so you kind of need to merge those two ideas mm-hmm. of constantly staying in the rhythm while avoiding the path of the enemy while going in and attacking. It's such a clever idea mm-hmm. though. I love it. Yeah. The music is amazing. The yeah. shopkeeper, dude. I'm glad you're reminding me yeah. of that. Oh, the the singing shopkeeper, yes. how he gets in sync with the song. Yes. Yeah, it's really really cool. Oh. Uh, it's just pretty wild to me that uh, maybe Nintendo's most guarded IP, I'm going to say more, more guarded than Mario, is, was handed over to an indie, indie developer who made a great game. But there's, there's been like, what, like Sonic Worlds, right? It was just like some DLC. It was like some extra levels. You know, we've seen things. Did, never did, a studio this small getting an IP Is this, this a full-on sequel or an full add-on? Full-on sequel. Because that's the thing. They originally pitched it as DLC. Okay. And, and so <coughs> Nintendo saw it, apparently liked it so much, they're like, make it a whole game. We yeah, did you wow. hear the story of why this happened? No. Where I, I think it was Game Explain that I was listening to that was talking about this, where they were like... Uh, the 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 developer of Crypto the Next Answer is like yeah there's not really any like pipeline that I went through it was just kind of like a, a thing that happened because apparently like I think it was Miyamoto and Anuma really liked Crypto the Necrodancer and so this got pitched as as you were saying as DLC and they were like no we want a full full game with wow. this property and I, I, like it just seems like it happened that, like hey these really important guys liked your game and that's how you made this magical thing what happen a dream. I love like special circumstances like that's that that's awesome yeah. again like you know, I just remember like watching a video and listening to it. I can't like verify the heart. I didn't dig into this myself, but that's uh, really cool. Jones, do you think we'll see more of this? Of Zelda? More of Nintendo shaking hands with any developers saying like you can you insert our IP into your IP. 
Yeah, I'm not as I don't know why I'm not as shocked by this. Like we You're did. You're not get, shocked by this? Not not so much. Like I know Hyrule Warriors wasn't an independent developer, but right. like Zelda, I think has branched out. Like we just got done with Smash Brothers, which obviously is like a, a core Nintendo property. But like I think yeah, I think we are seeing Nintendo doing a lot. You know, Star Fox being in you know uh, the crossovers with with Ubisoft. Like I think they really are experimenting. All of this talk about you know synergy with the Microsoft. Um, I'm just waiting for the next weird thing that they're going to announce yeah. that makes sense. You know, like none of these things I think Nintendo's doing, you're like, no, you're ruining the brand. No, it's these things are sacred. This is, you know, you've made enough money. Uh, they just they seem fun and it makes sense. And man, if you watch that uh, uh, trailer for this game, like it, you hear that music and it's like, oh, of course, this is a no brainer. A dance style of the yeah. basically the Hyrule theme. I think I think that's the thing that got me the most excited when I watched the trailer. It's like that music is kicking. That's yeah. really great. Hey, that's kicking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so like Yacht Club, right? Yeah. We know Nintendo loves Shovel Knight. Well, I mean. Everyone loves Shovel Knight. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting to, Ben. I wonder if Yacht Club would be like, yeah, but we want to make our own. Like, it's it's this troubling thing where it's like a lot of game developers would want to make their own game, you know? Right. And so I wonder if like Yacht Club would say yes. You know what I mean? I wonder if they're there. Yeah, I get that. And then like if if a creator said like, oh, hey, you know, it's an honor, but I want to make my own thing. I totally respect that. But I think about Shovel Knight specifically and how informed it is by Nintendo and a lot of things that came out on that platform that I guess with Yacht Club specifically I'd be surprised if they didn't take that chance Yeah. Um, but yeah with what you're saying I could see another developer being like oh no we want to do our own thing I want to fight Bowser in Shovel Knight it, yeah. it could happen <laughs> it could happen more than uh, ever that could be that could happen you fight uh, your do you fight Kratos? And yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, the best. It could happen. Um, yeah, I, I have to imagine their publisher relations is like their phone. After that trailer was revealed, that phone went crazy. Like, hey, we have ideas too. Please, yeah. please, please. Though, Anuma and Miyamoto are not going to like every indie game. I'm shocked that those two people liked Necro Dancer. That's so cool. They like gameplay. Yeah. So we got to talk about another, another live event. Oh, Brace Yourselves Games, by the way, as a developer. Shout out. Uh, and that's coming out this spring, that game. Hmm. Good announced to release. Um, Sony announced and held an event this week called State of Play. No. State of Play turned out to be, you know what? We don't have to talk about what we speculated it would be. It's a Nintendo Direct. Yeah. It's a Nintendo Direct with no host. <laughs> uh, VO. Game, 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 game. 20 minutes about. What's up, Ben? I'm sorry. I just I saw this thing on Twitter that I thought was like the perfect summation of state of play. It's a the original image is a picture of a real cat and underneath the real cat it says Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. And then there's like some cat cake that looks like a kid made or something. <laughs> where like it kind of resembles yeah. the cat yes. but it's clearly not right there. That's what we're dealing and with that, and that it has state of play underneath that. And I was like, wow, that was a good summation. Yeah, I mean, uh, so coming into this year, Sony said, hey, we're not doing E3. We didn't do PSX. We just want to, like, directly, we just want to contact our fans, our fan base, the best way that we can facilitate that. This is the first sign we've seen of Sony doing something new since dropping out of those events. Was it good enough? It was fine. I don't think it was bad. Like, I enjoy, and I think Jones was saying it too, I just enjoy hanging out together when everyone gets to see an announcement live at the same time. It's just 
like live TV. It's electric. Yes. It's a moment, mm-hmm. you know? So I think anytime the industry does this, I'm here for it. There's going to be times when no, you don't really like any of the announcements, and there's going to be times when it's just bombshell after bombshell after bombshell. Um, so I think for a first one, it was cool because it just flew by. The pace was great. The, the pace really was great. nice yeah. pace, and and yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. So I I think in the future, I think around E E three time, there will be naturally more pressure to announce like some bigger things or or some more surprises but in terms of the middle of march the first one of these i thought it was fine sure um i didn't particularly like it yeah. uh i don't i don't i think sometimes the the assumption is like oh you always have to have bombshells or oh you have to always talk about these big high budget you know you have to bring Final Fantasy 7 remake i don't feel that way i just think the things they talked about uh they talked about them pretty badly um, I think opening with Iron Man VR, I'm not necessarily against that. I think that could be a cool thing. I think that could be something that I'm excited about. But when your first thing yes, and your first <laughs> state of play that you do, yes, and I'm staring at it, and pretty much the entire time it goes, it. it's not going to be like this. This isn't <laughs> gameplay. Uh, you're just looking at something that this is like an interpretation of this thing uh it just makes me feel awkward it feels a little bit dishonest it, it's it, it's like i can't get excited about this because it's i don't really understand what it is yeah um, uh i actually feel that that opening was tricky i think i think it was cruel uh because we are in an airplane uh we have a, an ai hologram talking to us turns out that's friday turns out we're iron man and then uh just the first shot of gameplay, you realize immediately this is a VR game. <laughs> you see it, you just see, uh, I don't know, we're in the clouds, you see some HUD up, and you just see Iron Man shooting at these, like, Jax-shaped robots. Jax-shaped robots. Like the, the old game that our grandparents played. Um, Jones, Yeah. I went to watch that trailer Jax. earlier today. Uh-huh. Um, it, the, if you watch it on YouTube, it begins with a person putting on a VR headset. <laughs> when when Iron Man gets the suit on, it does the cool thing where it shows your face and basically from Iron Man One, you right, you see the UI in a black suit. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, it didn't lie to us. Well, I don't know if it lied. It, it feels like they removed a truth from the beginning of this trailer really to get us weird. excited off the top. And it wasn't yeah. just Iron Man VR like that for me. They they talked about this kind of like colorful and cartoony uh, Diablo like game, and. Yeah, the animals one. Man, I don't have that written down. Yeah, yeah, and the reason I think part of the reason it doesn't stick with you is like just the way that they talked about it was very general, boring language of like you're gonna have an epic time with your friends, and it's just like it's it's cool that these games are getting attention. Mm-hmm. Where like you know th- this is maybe a new space that you're carving out to talk about things that that wouldn't otherwise take up space, but. I think if you do that, you gotta make them stick, and you gotta. I, I, I sometimes I was watching these things, and I'm like, I'm not really sure what the hook is. I'm not really sure like why I should be invested, um, and so I think they could have just talked about them a little bit better, or presented them better somehow. I get that. Each has to be a news item. Yeah. Every and that's what directs have evolved into. I, I can't say every direct has ever done this. I've definitely watched some frustrating directs, but every single every one of those blades that slides by in every upcoming state of play, uh, it needs to be. Oh, I didn't know that, you know, and there was nothing. Oh, I didn't know that about Days Gone at all. Like there was no. Oh, whoa. Oh, that's a new mode or some teasing some DLC or something. And if you can't do that, you know, maybe 
remind me that it's happening in 30 seconds and then move on. But don't. I get what you mean. Huge That's drama. What they were selling is that I don't know if you knew this, but Days Gone is a sad story. And you're like, I, I knew, I knew, <laughs> yeah. you know, even the shot of him spinning around with the shotgun. I was like, I've seen that in another trailer. It's just, it was a weird thing. It felt like it like it was like, here's the Days Gone slot, you know, and then we'll just put whatever in that. Um, so yeah, that's like the trick that they have to solve. Is, is <laughs> Somebody worked three months on that trailer. It's a great trailer. It yeah. just didn't. You just yeah. I get what well, you mean. And, and I, people I worked really hard on that Iron Man game, and yeah. I'm sure that Iron Man game is really exciting. But yeah. it's like it, it, you know, and there was nothing wrong with Sean Layden and crew sitting down on couches to talk about their games. Like all these things are fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like inherently by themselves, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just Sony seems to be really having a problem with like anticipating how their audience is going to react to things, and. It's strange. It's really weird, you know, because they used to be so dynamite at that, and they yeah. they, they they hit just a couple of grand slam home runs this gen. Well, unlike, they got lucky, unlike man. anything I have never seen before. Yeah, we were talking about the the God of War orchestra and how that you know that started as a joke from Barlog, and then some other team on you know, people on their team ran with it because they knew they're like. Please listen to drones. This crowd's going to go nuts. Half of them's going to know it's got a war. Half of them's not. You know, and then like then when we finally do the reveal, everyone's going to be in the not everything can be a ten out of ten. There's only so many games that can be produced with hundreds of million dollars from all these people. Like we saw some games in twenty minutes. It's Right. It was fine. It was you, it was okay. You, I loved. You tell us how long the presentation is. You yeah, tell us how many games to you're how... going to introduce. You don't open with Iron Man. You don't even show Days Gone if there's nothing else to show. You like Mortal Kombat nailed it because yeah. there was new yeah. stuff. We saw True. new yeah. characters I, and new uh, outfits and new moments. Yeah, I, it was. It seemed like the perfect time for that Mortal Kombat trailer. I yeah. want to talk about the Mortal Kombat trailer, Jones, because it really speaks to what you're saying. Where. What Mortal Kombat is selling with its story mode is this mixture of old and new, and the entire way that it presented that trailer, where at the beginning it had that old song, and you were focused on the old character, and then it switched, and it really felt like, oh, okay, I really get this concept in a more cohesive way than I have in the past, and it's exciting, and I'm really seeing what you're trying to sell. And uh, yeah, man, I agree with you. Like, Not everything needs to be a 10 out of 10 or presented the same way. I think it's just like... When you have that feeling of like, I want to care more than I do, how can this be better? Like, how can we show this off maybe in a little bit more effective way? True. Ready Set Heroes, the name of the animal game. We got you, Ready Set Heroes. Looked fun. Yeah. It looks fun. If you win. You had had the spinning attack. Yeah, Yeah. right. (laughs) I like uh, upgrading armor on a weird little bear creature. Sure. Fun. Uh, Oh, I kind of wanted to touch a little bit more on the Iron Man game. Uh, Developer is Camouflage, who made uh, Republic, Republic, uh, which also had a VR mode. Bloodworth astutely pointed out, looking at the box art, Iron Man's in the clouds. This entire trailer was in the clouds. We have no reason to believe that this entire game will not be in a bunch of clouds where you can't even see the the, the, the surface beneath you. Has a really nice box. The the cynic in me is like they made this game to put that box on store shelves. Yeah. We have Huber here. Yes. Marvel <laughs> yeah. Iron Man mm-hmm. like VR. Yeah. You, you know? found the positive. You yeah. see it on the you see it mm-hmm. on the shelf. Oh, Iron Man VR? Yeah. You know, it just makes sense. But yeah, the game itself looked looked okay. Uh, another thing from the Nindies Direct I forgot to remark on. That was huge news at the time. Uh, Cuphead will be coming to Switch uh, in April, very soon. Any um, new stuff or is it? There might be new stuff, dude. I think well, that they DLC said, is on the way still. Yeah, Ooh. but I think they said there will be some like day one thing. Hmm. Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> I bet some Nintendo reference or something. Um but I mean, we we had, it's funny we had like covered that, 
it was like the least exciting part of when we were talking about uh, Game Pass being on the Switch, and we're like, oh, and also they'll publish on the Switch too. Probably Ori, probably Cuphead, and then we moved on, right? And so it's a bummer when something huge like this does happen. It's like, yeah, old news. We we already thought that. 1930s so, animation Bowser would be pretty yes. amazing as a boss fight. Uh, really quick, I want to talk about the the conference. One, one last thing on my Okay, back end. to state of play. Is If we like, have blades, we're like shuffling yeah. back and forth. <laughs> it's like, how do you how do you give the lesser games, the lesser budget games, or the ones that people are naturally not going to be as interested in, how do you present those in an interesting way? What's the answer, Jones? Nintendo what does do you, it. Like, Nintendo what do you it, do it's, for something like Iron Man VR or the the Ready Set Heroes game? Like, what do you? Because people, you know, you you, you watch like Twitch chat and stuff, and you know, everyone's here for the Dino Crises and the I mean, I the God it, of Wars. Like, what is? I think it's it varies game by game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so something like Greece, where like you just watch that trailer and it's like, okay, I don't need somebody to explain this to me. I don't need somebody to present this to me. Clearly the star of this game is how it looks. And so you just have a really impactful trailer just by doing that. If you, but admittedly, if you have something that I think we've seen a lot, like if you have a game where you're going through a dungeon, killing things and collecting loot, <laughs> yeah. it's like, you can't just say that's what your game is. You know, there are thousands of those. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think you have to find a way to kind of, you have to be aware of that and you have to find a way to highlight whatever the strength of your particular game is. I, but it's tough. I, it's not a science and I'm yeah. not a... There's so, no equation for every yeah. game. It, yeah. it, it totally depends on what, what style it is, what expectations are going into it as an established franchise. There's a, yeah, it goes on and on and on. That's why I'm obsessed with ads because it's there's no right answer. There's no one thing. Even if you see somebody do something really well, it's, it's hard to even translate that into your project if it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hot goss of the day, of this day, is that there will be two new versions of the Switch this year. Yeah. Talking hardware. So this all dropped, uh, firstly, with the Wall Street Journal. You got a sub. You got a sub there if you want to read that article. Uh, uh, that there would be two models coming up. Uh, Eurogamer kindly checked with their own sources and their own reporting. So I got a lot shout more details out. on this. Yeah, shout out to Eurogamer. A um, little more detailed. So... Uh, think of the two Switch models. I think we all have an idea of what that would be, right? Mm-hmm. A light one and a beefy one. And that's pretty much the reality of this. Uh, the example that they used is uh, 3DS spawned into 2DS, the big chunky thing that doesn't even do 3D anymore, and the 3DS XL, new 3DS XL, which had like slightly better processing power. Like ex- well, you can play <laughs> some games you couldn't play. Yeah, there, I mean, there was also the weird thing of like, hey, do you want these Super Nintendo games on Virtual Console? You can only play them on new 3DS. About that too. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think them selling a cheaper th- Switch makes a lot of sense to me, but I wonder what the pitch is going to be for the more expensive one. Uh, yeah, all that's been a, a promised is that slight performance boost and then nothing else. Uh, the one that becomes cheaper, that's uh, cheap in interesting ways, uh, they're removing HD rumble. It's gone. Whoa. You don't need it. Who needs that? Would you get a it's new expensive. Switch if Breath of the Wild has more grass? I'm getting this thing no matter what. <laughs> but there, there are <laughs> games that rely on HD rumble, and so is the situation in that case like... Oh, like one two switch is yeah. just gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, hey, don't worry about those games then. Or uh, there's a potential that it's portable only. Oh, as well. That you like, there is some way to dock it in, but what you buy in the box is a portable only thing, perhaps. Mm. Uh, 
So yeah, man, we're looking at a lot of loss of functionality. Some games will become unplayable. What if it was like 200? Yeah, they do. That can be so cheap. Yeah. Get rid of HD Rumble. That thing's a hundo on its own. I would love, and maybe this is out there, I would love the statistics of like the games that people play by demographic. And so if you have a young demographic where it's like, okay, you know, they might try out a couple of things, but they're primarily playing Fortnite. I don't know. I'm just guessing here. Like you could maybe just lean into selling it as a portable Fortnite machine. I don't know. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Um, Jones, would you upgrade? I'd want to. <laughs> Will you? I don't know if it'll be in my budget, but I don't know how much it's going to cost. I don't know when it's coming out. I don't know if there's any game coming out at that time that it's like, oh, this might be the time to do it. Yeah. To maybe see comparison-wise. Mm-hmm. It's going to be marginal, man. It's going to be like a slightly better That's the thing, because right? Nintendo be just... isn't known for being a powerhouse machine graphically. So, yeah, it would be, it'd be, pretty, it'd be a pretty hard sell. It would have to be something like you know, a Zelda or something where it's like, all right, it's running at 60 well, on the upgraded one and like 30 on the normal, like a yeah. huge difference like that. Then it's yeah. like, okay, you but got it me. won't be that. I, I actually don't. Uh, I mean, here's what they did with the DS and 3DS is they leaned heavily into special custom designs. I bought a few 3DSs in my age. Right. Yeah. You you bought it because it was Zelda a sweet one. Majora's Mask one or mm. whatever it was. I wonder if there we're at the point in the Switch's life cycle where you'll do something like that. Obviously it'll look different because it's not the flip. Uh, and we're only the, on our third year of Switch. Yeah. But I mean, could you envision, you know, a Breath of the Wild 2 with a crazy Switch bundle coming out that is the more expensive? Yeah, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Uh, what's really funny, Ben, is I wonder if, like the 3DS, it'll be like, hey, Super Nintendo games, they can only run on this thing. Well, what if they Sorry. What if they do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, w- they wouldn't, right? They wouldn't do it with, like, GameCube. The old, Switch, the old Switch isn't powerful enough. We can't do it. This <laughs> new Switch, though. I know. <laughs> I would love that. And you're like, like, I don't yeah. want to even say that it's a possibility uh-huh. because it doesn't make any sense, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently we'll hear about it at E3 and we'll be looking at those consoles by the end of the year wow um, last thing I wanted to touch on is it's funny in reference to last week when we talked about Google and its gaming services Apple announced they were doing a gaming service and it's very different from Google's F- first of all they didn't tweet at us and say watch us for the future of gaming <laughs> apparently you have to Apparently, Google was sending it that only to developers, from what I understand from the comments, that we weren't supposed to watch that. Uh, so Apple, you know, they have this event. Um, I'm going to read what they call this on their site in fairness. You know, I read Google's site and how they describe themselves. I'm going to read you how Apple describes themselves. It's called Apple Arcade. Hey, Apple. 150-plus games, iPhones, iPads. Games that redefine games play over 100 groundbreaking new games where storytelling and design are pushed further than ever before all in a gaming service unlike any other apple arcade hits the app store this fall let's play Kyle, <laughs> the, voice the voice made me no. so <laughs> angry. I know, it's the voice. It's unfair. I don't think it's just the voice. No I, think that's, I think that's what it would sound like if yeah. my dad was in charge of coming up with like the, the wordage of the Apple Arcade. 
That's just, that's nothing. It's yeah. just a bunch you're of right, nothing. You're right. Boilerplate. Yeah. And this is not the market that you know runs on nothing. Like we don't run on hype. We don't run on like these are going to be the games that game more than other games. And you're like, go on. It's like no, I I I am really happy with my hobby. I am overflowing with quality interactive content in 2019. You're gonna have to blow my mind for me to not only stop playing Sekiro in Division Two right now and <laughs> play something else, yeah. but for me to adopt to a whole new service with a whole new account. Or I mean, so yeah, I probably wanna... tune in. You know, I've already got an you know Apple We're... account, so it'll all sign. You know, well, tune I, into that. I was just gonna say, like Apple's made it clear time and time again that we are not their target demographic. Like. They don't want video editors anymore because yeah. they killed Final Cut Pro. Like right. we're too expensive. They okay. just want they just want people, people with who buy iPhones and buy apps and play mm -hmm. Angry Birds and that kind of stuff. Like that's what they're about. But are the people that play that's Angry an, Birds that's an air. excited about writing. the future of gaming? You know what I mean? Like is that going to sell them? Or are they literally just going to scroll through the store and grab? Are they even okay. going to notice? Yeah, I got you some more watches? details, Jones. I got more details for you. So. uh uh, basically, it's not a live service like Google's is. You download the games. You can play this offline. Um, it is on the App Store, right? So on your Apple TV, on your iPad, on your iPhone, on your your Mac, your your tabletop, your desktop. Um, you'll be able to just go kind of like how the the NES games work on Switch. Just a huge library right there. Just pick it, download it, play it. Um, uh, they have a large exclusive library. I don't think it's exclusive to PC or consoles. I think it's exclusive to not Android, basically. Um, they want, like, the phone market for these games. And the pitch, the, what they say is different about Apple Arcade than anything else is quality. And I got to say, I watched their trailer, and I'm a little convinced. I'm, like, a little into it. Hmm. I need to watch this trailer. So uh, do you remember Game Awards? There was a trailer for uh, the next game from Abzu, Giant Squid. Um, where, you know, you have, like, some eagle, and you're running around. Mm -hmm. They showed that as, like, their top top game on their website i should actually just find that um they showed like a uh who made all the bad final fantasies <laughs> one through six who was that you're nova sakaguchi yes so, don't so, oh, no, I'm take it back take it back thank the you pathless Ian. oh yeah pathless is the the bow jumpy jump forest game yeah yeah so i think it was kind of cool to like Did focus on that yeah, dude, I'm just, okay. just a nasty troll. So Sakaguchi's okay. got a new game they're working on. Kind of interesting where they're, like, photographing models. I didn't models know this. And then, like, the yeah, characters run around. Um, worth watching the trailer. It's worth going to the Apple Arcade and seeing what they're presenting. It so, was very game-focused and actually, like, kind of liked the sell. Okay, so, Kyle, you're, you're kind of... Uh, teeter-tottering me. I was, yeah. You read that thing in that voice, and I was like, way down here. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm tipping back over. But I, I just, you know, I think about the experiences that I've already had playing games on Apple devices, and the thing that I think is hard for me is every once in a while, something will kind of bubble up through the noise, and they'll be like, hey, this is really good, check it out, and mm. I'll play it, and it'll be a cool little phone game, and I'll be like, hey, you were right. And then the other 99% of the time, it's just a bunch of trash that isn't trying to be anything really yes. above trash. And yeah. so it kind of, like, it, it makes that ecosystem really easy to tune out because it, it just is so overwhelming. It, it feels like it's it's an effort to find the good stuff. Um, so <laughs> I might teeter-totter you back the other way even harder. Um, it's rumored that we don't fully know. We don't know how much it'll cost, first of all, uh, just like Google. Uh, we also don't know how these developers will be paid. And rumor has it, or maybe fear has it, that they'll be paid by how long we spend playing their games. 
what is the evidence for this? Um, I don't know. I think it was just somebody somebody on Twitter is just like, I don't like this because of this. I don't like how streaming is going to change the monetization okay. of games because it's just going to be about how long you're playing. Was it David Brevik? Not sure, dude. Okay. Um, uh, but I I mean like that's like the Spotify model right Right. that's like hey these people like your song they played your song this many times here's your money Mm, sorry Uh, Bloodhound Gang sorry nobody listened to your songs this week you get zero dollars because see to me that doesn't promote quality that just promotes All right, how do we figure out this system (laughs) there's the other problem with quality on on mobile devices like I love mobile gaming I probably soak up more mobile gaming I think than any other ally all of us combined and every time I've played a, a dynamite standout Top tier mobile game and had nothing to do with the platform it was on at all. <laughs> it, was, it was just a yeah. good game, you know. Mm-hmm. It just stands out. You look at all the all the mobile games was nominated the Game Awards. Like none of those were like Apple's. Like we got this, you know. It was like no, it was, a, it was an amazing developer had a really clever idea, and um, even games that I uh, her story I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of, but like what a genius idea, and that was just a cool development team doing it. So when you have a company come along talking about iPad and, and mobile. And they're like, no, no, no! It's really the payment structure. It's really the you know what we're the work we're doing mm-hmm. that's exciting. It's like it does, it's a str- it's a strange I kind of buy sell it. for me uh, in terms of like we're guaranteeing you quality. It's like they're all going to be hit or miss. There's nothing you can do about it. Like there's no way I'm going to like you know all of these games or maybe any of them. Mm-hmm. You know that's the joy of mobile. I will just have a lot to select from. I can I can really just only pick my very specific category and there are 500 games available. Uh, I'm sorry, what was the other game? Sayonara Hearts, right? Do you remember that trailer? Mm-hmm. That's also going to be an exclusive to this pro- platform. Mm. Um, so I think that like... On phones, you mean. On phones, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what's weird is like... I the played def- that on a Switch. Go ahead, Ian. I played that on a Switch at a preview at Annapurna that we should have a video going up sometime. Okay. How yeah. is it? It's cool. Yeah, so uh, so let's say you're making that game and you're releasing it on Android and iPhone. I bet it's dead in a day. I almost think that even if people are going by how long you're playing your game, you're making more money through the Apple Arcade than you would otherwise because that store is ridiculous. The Android store is ridiculous. And so I almost do see it as a way for uh, uh, lower-budget studios to continue to make wild, weird games. But this is a service that you're signing up for, right? Yes. I, well, I mean... And this is true of everything, so not to like single Apple out, but it's just getting to a point in my life where like more and more companies will be like, sign up for our new thing, sign up for our new thing. I'm not ditching my Crunchyroll <laughs> subscription. Right. And so it's like you're you're not only like competing with all of these other new initiatives that are cropping up all over the place. Yeah. You're competing with things that I've already been paying for and like I I, I can only pay mm-hmm. for so many things per month. Yeah. Like this is getting a little ridiculous, I think. It's weird they showed so many games, though, because everyone told me it was unrealistic to expect Google to show games. And I got to assume all those comments were right. Sure. So, did you hear that? Did you all hear that? Oh. It sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of March. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. The Able Gamers Foundation, a nonprofit charity that aims to improve the overall quality of life for those with disabilities through the power of video games, creating opportunities that enable play in order to combat social isolation, foster inclusive communities, and improve the quality of life for people with disabilities. The link to donate is in the description. L. Fanis. Car Keys Express, 
They continue to offer replacement car keys for less than the dealership and remain proud sponsors of Easy Allies. Use the coupon code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 10% off of your order. Check them out at carkeysexpress.com slash store. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Or at least that good business lawyer's YouTube and podcast series, Virtual Legality. This week in Virtual Legality, Hogue discusses The Division 2, analyzes the effectiveness or lack thereof of Google Stadia's announcement, looks at the future of Star Wars and electronic arts, examines the business motives of Sony cutting GameSpot out of digital game sales, and talks about what effect Apple's arcade subscription service will have on mobile development. Phew! Check it all out at youtube.com slash H-O-E-G law or on your favorite podcast service. The Hashcast, a weekly podcast by The Hashtagonist that aims to highlight the people behind the products and content that bring us joy. Every week, professionals from the gaming, movie, and tech industry share their stories to provide you with some unique insight on their careers, their passions, and why they love doing what they do. Whether you have an interest in game development, animation, or just want to hear all about how Able Gamers is making the world a better place, The Hashcast has an episode for you. Check out the latest episode with Stephanie Williams, a Twitter genius and writer for Sci-Fi Wire. This episode digs into her inspiration to become a writer and how comic books didn't provide her with enough superheroines that looked like her, so she decided to add one to the world herself. If you enjoy the episode, feel free to scroll down the playlist to find more stories from amazing people. Fangamer, makers of officially licensed merchandise for games like Dark Souls, Hollow Knight, Undertale, Katamari Damacy, and Persona 5. Not to mention, Easy Allies t-shirts. Their newest products include the Hollow Knight Collector's Edition for Switch, PS4, and PC, a Prince and Katamari Magnetic Plush, and a Metaton EX posable figurine from Undertale. Check out their store at Fangamer.com. Mango. And our mega sponsor... Riverhorse. Did you know that there are over 54 applications on the Now platform? How about the fact that there are two major releases each year? Are you ready for the Now platform Madrid release? ServiceNow was named the world's most innovative company of 2018 by Forbes. With over 4,000 customers across all industries, their Now platform has become the way to make work better, transforming old manual ways of working into modern digital workflows so employees and customers get what they need when they need it fast, simple, easy creating great experiences and unlocking productivity for employees and the enterprise. The Now platform introduces a wealth of job opportunities. If you're just coming out of school and are looking to advance in your career, there are many official ServiceNow courses that can help jumpstart your options. With Riverhorse, you will learn to master ServiceNow capabilities through hands-on, real-world instruction. As an authorized training partner, our education advisors are able to teach over 12 official classes. We offer both public and private classes to suit your needs. Come learn how to kickstart your career in the high-tech world. Have you signed up yet for the Knowledge 19 the Knowledge 19 conference in Vegas from May 5th to 9th? Riverhorse will be teaching in the pre-conference training and hosting several events throughout the week. If any of the allies will be in attendance, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or email so that you can join us at our company events and get some free swag. We are proud to support the Easy Allies and look forward to supporting all allies that work in the IT industry. Look us up at www.river-horse.com. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Good work, Jones. Woo. Two things. Okay. That I need to say. One. Bring it on. Able Gamers is a is a charity donation that was from from someone who was not from Able Gamers but wanted us to mention that. A gifted sponsorship. And this is a very important podcast, gentlemen. Mm. We are saying goodbye to a sponsor that's been with us for a very long time. That is the last time for the foreseeable future they might come back 
But in the next episode of the Easy Allies podcast, I will not be saying the name Mango. Oh, Mango. Mango. Thank you, Mango. Mango. Mango since with us from the very beginning. Uh, easily one of the top five sponsors of Easy Allies financially. And just a tremendously nice guy. He was at the, the concert this past weekend at our anniversary. I was like, can I say something? And he was like, I mean, you don't have to. I'm like, my goodness, man. It's been, it's been three years. You've been supporting us. And he wanted to say, he's like, you know, it might not be permanent. I don't know. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's giving us Putting a lot pause. of money just because he likes us. It's Is so, Car Keys Express number one? That's totally what I, understand. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah they, I don't, we don't rank them, but yeah. I, we don't we'll pick winners here. Uh, I do want to make it clear also that, like, I think it, I think I was kind of like standing for Apple Arcade, just like Huber and Ben. Like, there's no way I'm going to pay for that. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way I'm subscribing to another dumb thing. I, I, and I yeah. think also, just very quickly, you're yeah. dodging the most, uh, I think, the most standout moment from that Apple event to me that was despicable. What? And I hate to say this despicable. about this person because I respect his work so much. What is this? What's but happening? Steven Spielberg is off the rails right now. Tell me what, what he Steven did. Spielberg what? Came out, Steven Spielberg came out and basically said Roma should not have been an- nominated for an Academy oh. Award. Oh, he yeah. Said that was that at the Apple event or you no. mean in interviews? It, it oh, just, he was God. like making a campaign. And no. Saying Netflix, that right. unless your film has a theatrical release of at least a couple weeks or two months or something, you should not be nominated for an Academy Award, which on its own is completely ridiculous. Yes. And then turns around and walks on stage and is like, streaming is the future at the Apple event. And it's like within a span of like a week. <laughs> That's amazing. It is one of the most tone deaf things I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, like literally give that man the platinum award for bad optics of 2019. I was blown away. That's it. I'm going to, you know, you don't need to go on and on about it, but woo. Kyle, as you, you mentioned like, Hey, but for real, I'm not paying for that. Yeah. I, I find one of the most difficult things in podcasts is like, you're listening to what the other people are saying and you're like, well, wait, what about this? And so you present that what you think is another side of it and yeah. it looks like you're super for it exactly. when yeah, you yeah, may yeah. not be <laughs> right, it right. doesn't mean you're necessarily like yeah. for or against something you're just trying to keep the conversation going yeah. I felt it was like overly so just then well, when I'm straight up addicted to mobile games, so I'm sure I'm gonna, you know, probably bite on this one. I love, days. I love the way that you talk about you and mobile games. Like, yeah, I'm a drug addict. But, yeah. um, <laughs> just right there. Uh, this is just right there. Jones, no microtransactions in any of those games, though. I, I do Ooh. have a, I do have a question actually, Kyle, about Can that. Can you spread those out? Yes. Because uh, Apple, you know, they've got the iTunes tax or whatever. They take like thirty percent or whatever on everything on the iTunes store. Did they say the rev share model for the developers for this? No, that's why we're wondering if it's going to yeah. be per hour. We don't right. know what the rev share is going to be. Because yeah, Apple's going to take a chunk. They're taking a chunk. Chunk. But Chunky. I think it might be like a big chunk of something as opposed to nothing. I think that's yeah. my best theory on like. The last time we did this, Jump Force was also in it. I'm curious what's going on there. <laughs> oh, was Jump Force February? I just remember Jump, us Jump ranking. Force was February. February. I just remember us ranking Jump Force for something. For sure, dude. <laughs> I, don't I don't even know. So. I, don't, I don't know what we're doing. So. Yeah, I think Jump. Okay, so we're playing the MPD is right. Oh. Uh, we have five games that launched in February. We have to determine the order in which they appear on the NPDs. Okay. Okay. Pretty easy. And this is yeah. analysis of video game sales yeah. in the U.S. Get that down there. Give okay, me so Jones down. just this touched Metro one. Exodus. Read them. Yeah, well, Metro's um, two then, right? Probably? Jones wants to put Metro Exodus number two. Anthem is easily number one. Anthem's Nobody's doubting number one. it. Um, I actually think Jump Force did okay. Jump yeah. Force is moving to the middle. Far Cry yeah. New Dawn is number yeah. four currently. Yeah. And yeah. Crackdown three. Yeah. Number five. Yeah, because it's an exclusive. Yeah. It's an exclusive. Yeah. I wonder. I'm super cozy with this. Mm. I wonder if this, Ooh. Ben. Yeah, yeah, I, this. I, yeah, I think this. so. So in a last second move, Ben swapped mm. Jump oh. Force for Metro I think Exodus. So. Yeah, Parker I mean we're not Exodus? we're not we're just rating these on sales, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. dude, maybe just the MPDs. I think there? I was thinking maybe Metro oh. sinking oh. further. Yeah, 
uh, let it be known. Yeah. I thought it was two. We'll yeah, see. Jones started. We'll Jones started just, this by the pushing Metro. I say that is, I, I like. I know. I haven't seen people hot on Far Cry New Dawn. I haven't played it myself, but. I wonder if the Far Cry name was more than Metro, but Metro reviewed a lot better. I think you swap mm, it back. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready to lock in? I'm, I'm ready. I'm sure. very yeah. comfortable. Okay. With this. All right. All right. Here all right. we go. Right. Can we go in. through the the order one more time? Okay. So right now, current order: Anthem. Beneath that, Jump Force. Beneath that, Metro Exodus. Beneath that, Far Cry New Dawn. Only forty dollars. Beneath that, Crackdown Three. Well, I you Does know I did matter? see I did see an ad last night for a limited time. Far Cry New Town is now twenty dollars. Whoa, dude! Oh, really? So, yeah. You saw that last yeah. night? Jones I, saw, is in. I don't know if it was last night. I saw that. Uh-oh. Jones is in now. Yeah. Don't have time to play it, but I'm buying it. <laughs> yeah. It's only like ten hours, Jones. Uh, oh, okay. We're th- we're Ricky. restating it every month that uh, MPD is by revenue Huber, so it is harder to rank with a forty dollars game. Got it. Got we feel it. good. I feel well, good. I about mean, those. I don't know. All right, we're locking them in. I feel really strong. Anthem is correct at number one, and that's also not counting any PC sales. Got number one, sold a bunch of copies. It did it. I'm hoping Metro's number two. Number two is Jump Force. Jump Force. Wow. Never, okay. never bet against anime. Jump <laughs> Force is <laughs> right. Never Fair. Okay. Never do okay. It. okay. Number three, Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, <laughs> the next ranking game though is Far Cry New Dawn. New Dawn. Oh. Metro. We were torn. Metro. We were torn. We were torn. If you want to find Metro, that's number eight. It. Okay. Metro should be it's number one. Yeah. Let it's it be known. Yeah. In the top uh, ten though, still. Yeah. Do you have a guess of where Crackdown 3 is? Oh, then just numerically? Yeah. 18. 12. 20. Not listed. Not in the top 20. I love that Ian didn't hit the mic, <laughs> but I still heard him. <laughs> yeah, there was just a... <laughs> and, like, I won't hear it. I know it was on Game Pass, right? I know, like, it's a digital sales must have been huge or whatever. Uh, but so was a, a pirate game. Sea of Thieves? Sea of Thieves. And Sea of Thieves so ranked on the NPDs. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the crazy thing is? There's still going to be a Crackdown 4. Like, Do you think so? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I don't know, Josh. It just yeah, seems yeah, like yeah, a franchise. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just going to keep going. Yeah. I uh, don't know about that. They're not about scared that. of sales. Yeah, yeah clearly <laughs> not. Yeah. Terry Crews doesn't care about NPDs. He does not. He's here to blow up buildings, man. It's time for love and respect. <laughs> Love, Love and respect. respect. I feel like Rufus is as sick as I am today. Yeah, he yeah. sounds like I feel, man. That was you crazy. probably caught it from Rufus. Uh, Huber, I just want to say before we continue with Love and Respect, I like I wasn't like mad at you for the state of play thing. It was just what? like a friendly disagreement. I, I am. I blame Huber. Okay. I, I just wanted I you to know that like any, I wasn't like I didn't get any hostile into, tones. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No, no, no. I bet when they planned Iron Man for the beginning of that, no they were like, tones. Huber will like it. Disingenuous is the word I was looking for. Uh, oh, I, yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. I feel like they were really misrepresenting that game by not showing the VR thing first. I'm, I'm, I they just, were misrepresenting Marvel it, by showing the Marvel logo and yeah. not showing like, I'm just the, biased the when it comes to getting together on the internet or in a room mm. and, like, watching something. I hear there. you, man. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about just, it, and I was like, you you watched it live with the other allies, yeah. right? Like, I probably would have been more favorable on it in those circumstances. And but I would have been just, way more negative if yeah. I watched it, like, after the fact, you know? Here's a crazy game. Cool. Yeah, no, no hostility. Uh, hello, allies. Everyone groaned when the CEO of Google made a joke about knowing the difference between NPCs and RPGs at the Stadia GDC keynote. So I wanted to put the allies up to the test. <laughs> Do you know if these names are NPCs or RPGs? Okay. Uh, Artemision. Uh, that's an NPC. It's an NPC. That is an NPC. Sure. Do you know what series from? Yeah, Final Everest. Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Okay, Apparently, yeah. Artemision shows up in multiple Final Fantasy games. Oh, okay. Hmm. I think Artemisia is also a, a term that comes up. 
Cool. The yeah, on, I feel the like on is new to me. Uh, Moldorian. By the way, if, if like the Google guy was busting out Moldorian, I We'd think we would have had a different yeah, yeah, response. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is a little. I think this is a little weird. No, that's the fun of the game. That's the fun of the game. I love these words. Uh, yeah. RPG. Moldorian. That's an RPG. Yeah, it's an RPG for the Game Gear, dude. What? Ooh. That's how you have to dig to get some a word we've never heard of. You know, Moldorian. How's that spelled? M O L O D O R I A N. Moldorian. Moldorian. Oh. Uh, Malborn. Or NPC. NPC. Yeah, it's a Skyrim See. NPC. Hmm. Malborn. Oh, okay. Amatsu. RPG. NPC. NPC. NPC and Monster Hunter Portable Third. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Iceborn. Shout out. Iceborn. <laughs> Artelius. RPG. Yeah. yeah, RPG. Yeah, Jones, you're killing this game. I think I'm 100 yeah, so far. You, you want yeah. one more? Yeah. All right, all right. Let's I, I take Jones. I take longer. I should I need to answer faster. No, let's just let Jones see if yeah, he can Jones. keep the streak going right yeah. here with this one. Beat the streak. Underhill. Uh, that's tough because that's from Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. That's Frodo's mm -hmm. fake name when he yes, goes. It is. So that's an NPC. Yes, Jonesy. Yes. Whoa, Final Fantasy. Uh, it's probably also an NPC in yeah. uh, Lord of the Rings Online. Lord of the Rings Online. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Uh, love and respect, Olive. Fun game. Wasn't Olive. that? Yeah, yes. Jones, hundred percent. I think it's my first hundred percent <laughs> game in the history of Online. Yes, that was good, dude. <sighs> Professional. I want to play a second game. I, I want to know how far we can take Jones today. <laughs> Wait, real um, quick, was Underhill somebody's last name in uh, Tabletop Adventures too? Uh, Andrew Underhill. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Andrew Underhill, at least, <laughs> right? No, that was Kyle, wasn't it? Yeah, so what was Andrew, that little boy's you. name? I forget his name. Well, anyway. This was Pervins. Whatever. Pervins. Yeah, it was absolutely right. Pervins. <laughs> okay. Pervins. Legendary. Um, all right, let's do a cute one, and then we'll play another game. Uh, the Boy Who Cried Huber. <laughs> Hi, allies. I have a problem at the moment with Sekiro. I've been known at times to fall in love with games, movies, or songs, to the point where now I'm getting really hyped and recommending a game, and some of my friends and family basically ignore me, saying, but you already said Witcher 3 or Dark Souls 3 was the best game ever. Uh. Huber and the allies, uh, as the king of hype, any tips? Love and respect, Eric. I've given up. Okay. Like, with, <laughs> with Beth especially... When I'm like, dude, this is seriously <laughs> my favorite game this year. Doesn't believe me. Yeah. Uh, Does not believe me anymore. Yeah. It, like I've given yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I sympathize with this. <laughs> um I I think part of the problem, and it's really easy to do and you want to do it because sometimes you just have that emotion where you're like, This is the best thing ever or the best type of this thing. But like in general, that language has lost its currency. Like it's not just you, everybody's here. Like people yeah. just a lot of people and a lot of marketing talks that way now. And so yeah. I think if you want to get somebody's attention, you got to be a little bit more nuanced than this, yes. where it's like, hey, have you heard about this thing or this moment or this mechanic or whatever it is? Or, or like you need to just tell a little bit more of a story with it. Yeah, instead of hyping up Bloodborne, you hype up the Kirkhammer. Right. Yeah. I got you. Uh, Particulars. <laughs> yeah. I have another crazy idea. Okay. Write this person a letter. Even if it's your friend or family member, write them a letter. Dude, I love this, Kyle. That will mean something. Yes. It would truly mean something for to me. Dude, if I'm writing Beth a letter. You would play Sekiro. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, like, and get it sealed. Seal that letter. Yeah. Notarized. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cody yes. uh, stamp. Kyle, this is great. This made me think of something really random. There's a Zen parable where Ooh. an emperor 
uh, gets a Zen monk to come and do like a, a calligraphy or like a transcription or a, you know, whatever, a blessing. And the guy writes, grandfather dies, father dies, son dies. And the emperor gets all mad. And then the monk is like, what's wrong? It, this is the order that things should go in. If this happens, this is the happiest possible way. And so like, it j I don't know why I haven't thought of that, but like, should not every game surpass the previous games like every Bonds. new game Naruto. should be the best game ever because games should be getting better yes like that's just the order Ian, of do you know how many times you say stuff from naruto you secretly love naruto <laughs> i think naruto secretly loves zen buddhism <laughs> you know what that might be right okay yep you know what? that might be fair uh, i also think it's it's distance for me it's like if you're if you literally like finished a game last night you know if you were not calling you out because you finished Sekiro last night yeah. but like if you you know like case in point i'm calling you out kyle what? right after that mortal Kombat old school new school trailer you were like best trailer of 2019 yeah it's like give it some time think about you know call me tomorrow and we'll talk about you know i it's still like, think away it's then, still the best. Then I believe you more now today than gotcha, I did yeah. in that moment. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I, if you have a little more time where you really, you, yeah. at least Brain one in. night's sleep. Yeah. yeah. Really, like, think about another game and then think about this game again. I hear you. That's like uh, a big thing for me. And that's one of the issues where I, I chuckle at, at, at you sometimes, Huber, because in the moment, you're like, <gasps> you know, it's, yeah. you'll be playing something while we're streaming it. The controller's in your hand. You're like, this is the best. This is the best combat, you know. Well, but also in the case of everything but Sekiro, it's it's the best. It's the <laughs> best so far that year, and it will be surpassed. But Sekiro is just the best. Ever. But you were uh, also freaking out about the the web slinging. You were like, "Is there a more fun thing to do yeah. in 2018?" Grappling and I was like, I, I mean, yeah. If I give me ten minutes, maybe I could think I about know, it. But drums. then you kept bringing it up, you know. And every yeah. time, a week later, a month later, when you would come back to it, I'd be like, "Wow, this really." You, you know, it really moved him. That's that's powerful. Yeah. It got more powerful as more time passed. When I, I, I mentioned on Twitter that I'd finished Sekiro and people were like, okay, rank all the games. And I was like, <laughs> all right, but like right now, Sekiro <laughs> is my favorite one. I, I may feel differently a year from now once I've had a chance to process a little bit more. That still says something, but, though. Yeah, yeah, it does. I, exactly. And I think that's why I did it is because I was like, no, like there's like, yeah, you should you should play this game. All right, Jones, I'm going to make you work a little harder for this one. Wee. Hey, allies. What's that Pokemon move? Try to pick the correct attack from three choices based off the in-game description. All options are actual moves from the game. Okay. <laughs> the target is attacked with a discharge of filthy gases. <laughs> is that smog, toxic, or belch? S smog. It's smog. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Ooh, Jones was not going that way. Okay, I was a little nice. fuzzy on the rules. I thought we were gonna. I thought you were gonna be naming Pokemon, and we had to guess. What oh no, was. we're Sorry, just doing moves, dude. Just moves. Got it. Got it. The user reduces its polygon count to make itself more jagged. Whoa! Is that sharpen, lock on, or conversion? Conversion. 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 Sharpen. Ah. Uh, that's that's uh, sharpen, Porygon. Yeah. Yeah. Just no, I knew. I knew it was Porygon. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, you know what? That one feels bad. Well, no, because Porygon knows all those moves. That was the trick. That was pretty Whoa. neat. Yeah. Tricky. The target is slugged by a punch thrown with muscle-packed power. Is that brutal swing, mega punch, or meteor smash? Mega meteor punch. Mega smash. punch. Mega punch. Mm. Which, 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 like, <laughs> meteor smash is a move, dude. Yeah. Like, we can still do that one. Sounded familiar. The user waggles a finger and stimulates its brain into randomly using nearly any move. That's how I post podcasts. Uh, secret power, cosmic power, or metronome? Uh, metronome. Power. Metronome. Metronome. Waggling a finger. Oh, oh right. Tick, tick. You got to imagine Clefairy doing it. Uh, oh. The user and the target become friends, and the target loses its will to fight. <laughs> 
Is that let's snuggle forever, charm, or play nice? I'm just saying. Let's uh, I'm gonna say charm. Together. Let's play nice. Ah. Can let's we snuggle, let's snuggle forever? It to be let's snuggle. Uh, uh, Hubert, it's so cool. It's a uh, mimic you. Do you know like the ghost that tries to look like Pikachu? No. Okay, so there's a ghost who like tries to look like Pikachu. It's a whole Pokemon in, in itself. Yeah. What it does is it grabs you under its like cloak, its costume, beats you up, and then throws you back out. And it's called Let's Snuggle Forever. Whoa. <laughs> and that it takes is you, like, messed up. Some yeah, demonic yeah. Messed yeah. Up. It's really, really cool. I love Mimikyu. That was one of the most affecting things when like, I first started playing Pokemon. <laughs> I was like, who is that guy? Yeah. You're right. It's part of the story, even. You have yeah. to make a picture. Yeah. Uh, the user gets all party Pokemon to attack the target. Is that beat up, double team, or revenge? All out attack. Double team. Revenge. Beat up. Oh. Double it's team all, is, all you know, that's like an uh, evasion thing. Did I get What's that? Persona? Naturally. Well, all out attack, yeah. <laughs> all out attack. All yeah. out attack. <laughs> the user alters its cellular structure to liquefy itself. T1000. Is that <laughs> soft boiled liquidation or acid armor? Liquidation. 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 Right? No, it's acid armor. Acid armor. T1000. Uh, <laughs> wait, is it 1000 Slime Man? That's T1000? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The What's the other one, Kyle? 3,000? What's the original? No, the, the, with Arnold. What's his model? He's T- I said it today, actually. T2 Hondo. 800, isn't he? Yeah, you got it. 800? Yeah. Nice. Oh, so it's barely better than him. Like, it has goo powers, but it's just not even yeah, that Yeah, the more T200 is probably like a toaster. Liquid metal. The user attacks by giving the target a gift with a hidden trap. Is that called natural gift? Present or trick or treat? Trick or, trick or treat. I wish it's present. Ah. A hidden trap in a present. This That's is why they don't animate the moves. Can you imagine a Pokemon game where they actually like animate that thing? Is I it just? <laughs> I can't. Like I can't remember the name of that bird. Po- is it just that bird Pokemon that primarily uses present? Why can't Deli I? Deli Bird. Of- yes. 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 Okay. I think it is just Deli Bird. Okay. Correct us if we're wrong. There has no effect whatsoever. Easy one. Struggle. Flail. Splash. Struggle. Struggle. Yeah. Splash. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, my gosh. It's splash. It's a splash. It's splash. It's splash. Of course it's splash. Ian, did you have a Magikarp? I got Magikarp in in Let's Play, yeah. yeah. It's splash. Cool. No, that was the easiest one. Wait, you there's, evolved there's your There's a Magikarp? lot of moves, man. Yeah, <laughs> Don't beat yourself no, up. I, uh, Gyarados or whatever? Don't double team on yourself. What's I, his name? Uh, Gyarados. Yeah, it's Gyarados. weird, Brandon, because like when it comes to trivia, awesome. like I don't like take anything with me. I'm not like mad, but like I get really into trivia. <laughs> yeah. Way too much, man. We got two more. Okay. Kay. Two more left. Redemption chance. All right. The user, Pikachu wearing a cap, powers up a jolt of electricity using its Z power and unleashes it. Is that... 10 million volt thunderbolt, Pika Papau, or Catastropika. Catastropika. It's the first one. It is the first one. Have you done that? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That, um, that wasn't uh, from Let's Go. That was from Sun and Moon. From right? Sun and Moon. Yeah, the yeah, Z yeah, powers. That's yeah. the only one that Z powers. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this move can be used only after the user has used all the other moves it knows in battle. This is struggle. Desperate attack. It is not. No, wait, what? It is wait, a- hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> I should know this. It's driving me nuts. Okay, after all... The- wait, if it's used all of its other moves, it struggles. You have an... It's an attack. This is an attack that you have. <sighs> and you have to use all the other moves in your... Best yeah, power. Yeah. These were multiple choices a second yeah. ago. No, they are. I just should know this. Is Last it- resort. 
Okay. It's a move called Last Resort. When you use Last Resort, does it say, like, the dude struggles? (laughs) No. Struggle is when you run out of PP. So hard not to, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I was messing it up with. Yeah, yeah. All right. One time I had an Ambipom. I taught it two moves so that I could use Last Resort on the second turn. Not very strategically viable, but it was fun. Uh, (laughs) Love and respect. High speed cart ram. Thank you. Uh, The Pokemon games are the best ones. I just want to throw that out there. The best of games? Yeah, even even when like I do trash at them, I have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, this comes to us from shout out to Yoko Taro. Uh, can I get a shout out for Yoko Taro? Shout, shout out! out. Shout, shout out! out. Sure. Keep working. Give that shout man whatever out. he wants. <laughs> well, is. maybe not whatever he wants. Yeah, what does he want? Yeah, <laughs> like you got, I, the second I said that, Yoko's it was like seems to be someone who like enjoys limitations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Oh yeah, with like the Dragon Guard games, yeah. it kind of seems that way. Yeah. Like if he like couldn't find his pants, he'd just be like, "I'm going to work anyway. I don't yeah. care." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's now time for bets. So we got a weird one. I just googled what does Yoko Taro want, <laughs> and the first result says the world is chaotic, not me. <laughs> Near Automata's Yoko Taro. <laughs> the world is chaotic, not me. I get it. It's not right. Uh, it's time for bets. Next week's bet. Yoshi's Crafted World comes out Friday, March 29th. What we're going to do next week, we're opening twitch.tv. We're going to look at Yoshi's Crafted World. We're going to open up uh, based off, you know, they're sorted by viewers. The first game, that we, first stream we hop into where there are, uh, Yoshi is in a level. We're going to look at that. Ranked by views from top down. Yeah. The most popular, then if that doesn't yeah. apply, then the next one. Yeah, so. if most popular is like hanging out on the world map, sorry, bud, we're moving on. Yep. Uh, how many eggs will be trailing behind that Yoshi? Jones. None. Zero. Zilch. Okay. All right. Ben. Four. Huber. Zero. I said six. Ian. I said one. Okay, let me log those in. You know what's funny is we are very respectful, let it be known, on bets that we don't, you know, look at other people's scores intentionally. Yeah. But, like, I still heard Huber writing his, and I heard... And I was like, that's a zero. <laughs> but he, he actually put a line through it. He did later, but I... I would have thought that's a nine. I oh, it came trace. later. I actually gotcha, gotcha. saw Huber carefully draw it. <laughs> but I had already written my bet at that yeah. point, so it was okay. Me too, as well. Yeah. So was, Hard to disguise fine. a year off. Yeah, that's I, a zero. I, I, I try to, like, just go fast. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, I want there to be six, actually, because that means... We get that point. Yes. Zero. Otherwise, we split it. Yeah. Everybody wins. We can't Uh, have that. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, was released on Friday, March 22nd. How many samurai prosthetics totally will be in the game? We know. Yeah. We know it's not samurai prosthetics. I don't want to know this. Okay, yeah. Hey, if you don't want to know the answer to this, like, see it it next week. You guys did say Shinobi prosthetic before the episode. I just want that to be known. So that it was completely my bad. You just misspoke in the episode. Okay, got you. It's okay. Um, uh, Jones, you bet 10. Brad bet 12. Damiani bet 11. I bet 11. Ian, you bet 12. Again, your last chance. If you care about this, we'll see you next week. The actual number of Shinobi prosthetics is 10. Jones, nailed it. Nice. Uh, Brad sent me a text. He's like, hey, I got the trophy for finding them all. So it was certain at that point. Am I clear? Uh, one more second. Uh, and also to the people who are like, hey, play by the rules. You said Samurai. Jones would have won as well because 10 is closest to zero. He had the low bet. Mm-hmm. And we're good. All right. We're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, who won it? 
Jones nailed it on the spot. Nice. He knows his uh, Sekiro. Nice. Yeah. yeah. He, he was feeling something. We'll see how well I know Sekiro when I get back and playing it tonight. Uh, that brings our scores to Scrappy Little Pig 7. <laughs> uh, gorgeous Gorillas 5. Because <laughs> there was the guy at the meetup who, like, he did a, a pig noise, right? And it wasn't yeah. like, it was like, oh, that's probably what a pig sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm trying to, like, find, like, what is a pig? What does a pig actually sound like? What a pig! <laughs> You're also not feeling well, so that, that that's your sick pig impression. Yeah, sick pig, uh, bro. Sick, sick pig. pig. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you want to come play Sekiro and check out my sick pig? Yeah, I was just gonna drop by Jamal's place because he's there. Are sick, sick pigs pig. in Bloodborne? <laughs> Bloodborne there has are. sick pigs. They are, they they are like sick pigs. <laughs> they have like yeah. a snotty nose. They're not doing good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I wanted to mention that we're on patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh, URL to check out. If you want to know more about the easy allies and more about how you can support us, uh, $5 and up tiers on that website. Uh, those people get this podcast two days early uh, and also submit to our goofy segments. Um, uh, speaking of which, I have bad news. Came in during podcast halftime. You know that wizard Casarara who hates us? Yeah, this is bad news. It's just news now. This just happens now. It just like every week it seems like. Right. It, like he doesn't, doesn't seem stop. like it's every week, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sent me an IM. He says that he's got a new ingredient for his cauldron. Okay. One guy does the voice for every character. I mean, I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. I'm happy for that guy. What yeah. I am what a what a what, a, what an opportunity using. to be in this game. That, <laughs> th- that's probably gonna be the biggest headline coming from this horrible game that he's gonna build. Is the one guy? Yeah. People are gonna be like, ah, it's really bad. There's all these issues with it. But did you hear one guy did all of those voices? We'll like, see. Wow. Uh, ben, it's AOL. I'm on AOL. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> what's your screen name? <laughs> Jones, you won, dude. I did. You get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get to have the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head. It looks like you got that locked and loaded right now. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. You can follow me at Trailer Jones. You should check out the Mysterious Monsters Mash. Uh, There were difficulties in in bringing that to you live on Saturday night when we intended, but we did premiere it on Twitch. It is on YouTube right now. Michael Huber absolutely slayed it. I'm so happy to. He's the host. He's a game show host. One more time. Yeah. Yeah. We we all we all did our our part to uh, to be on stage and to bring you an anniversary uh, to celebrate three years of being Easy Allies. But uh, the the game show aspect of itself, and of course uh, Ian, uh, you know, putting all that together and and singing as well, and uh, Jason Wishnoff for building the game. Uh, and sprinting down from GDC to be with us at that special uh, event. When he says building game, he means like the software backend. When you see, yeah, the sound effects, the animation, you know, all of the stuff that goes into the actual game that is, yeah. is scoring everything and giving people the gold to buy mm-hmm. items and all of that. Imagine Nick Arcade. It's a game show yeah. with a strong video component. And it was fun. It was very Wizard of Oz to be like behind the curtain and see him like oh, with the computer. I hadn't seen the back end. <laughs> oh, of sure. that. I'd never been in that room when the game was being played. And so that was very, very fun to very fun to watch. A very fun experience. And thank you to everybody. Not only to celebrate our anniversary with us last Last weekend, but uh, that helped us get to three years. Year four begins now.
Here's the thing. If at the Academy Awards you're going to give out an, an, an Oscar for like most people to sit in a theater to watch your film or like best theater you were at or longest line out of the theater, then you might have a point, Spielberg. But if theaters have absolutely nothing to do with the awards being given, if I'm, if I'm reading a script for best screenplay and it's like, yeah, but what the, was this in Phoenix? Can we cheat check if this was in Phoenix? Because this is a really good script, but I really need to know what, you know, air conditioned dark room people actually watched this in because when you're at home it just really dwindles it you know what I mean all the moments you've been at home watching you know your TV shows and your films it just really it just really takes away from it you know what I mean it is the most absurd thing I am livid about this because when he made that statement I was like I respect this man a lot this man has made me so happy in my life that it's difficult for me to get frustrated by this but I am frustrated and then for just smug Spielberg to come out on that Apple stage I uh, I went to Twitter and I was like I'm gonna talk about this on Twitter and I was 50,000 people already got ahead of me and we're like that is absolutely ridiculous um, you know the, the man's the man's an auteur but it's extremely incorrect in this case but I still love you Spielberg and uh, hopefully there's, there's it's never too late to turn around and do the right thing Cheers. They have like this set number of times that they have to keep sneezing. The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. River Horse, Able Gamers, Car Keys Express, El Fennis, Fangamer, The Hashcast, Hogue Law, Mango, Sweet Justice, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Zotig, JoJo's Dentco, Oh Yes Cool Great, Accounts Payable, Gift of Heaven, Woof Woof Games, Yoltmain, Nick, Walker Hope, Sam G, Will Schmuck, Michael Yao, Bradley Spees, Jay Shee, Paolo Costabel, Jake Musser, Richard G. Flowers, Dave Red, Zachary Wingate, Jan Tyson, Professor Metal Gear, Michael Bisegli, Ken Lair, Corey Jackson, Dan Sebring, David Balfour, Andrew Reif, Sigma, Tim O'Keefe, Ethan R.C., Mick Roper, Robert Stoffel, Mylene LaPearl Vanass, Damnable Nook, Anti Ataraxia, Ali Cat, Happy Gaming, Demos Clay, Chum Nguyen, Discarded Digit, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Matthew Pauling, Gino A. Leet, Blue, James Vitt, Jason A. Sackle, Luke Bennett, Candy Coated Thorns, 44 Stars, Jenny Marcula, G. Levin, G. Ken, Stephen Thomason, Yasser Kurbushi, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Matthew Brown, Colt Doss, Marcel Giru 17 Frolic, Samsa Stormbomb, Alex AI, Phoenix Doss, Niz Klojgaard, Peter Davis, Rack, John Burns, Flahavin, Brad Lohman, DRD 7 of 14, Brad Grenz, Todd Yurkovic, Joe Burns, Patrick Chong, Sam Hendrick, Andy Drew, Lars Berger, Jordan Kirk, Steve Fallon, Stephen Last, The Banana Forklift Killer, Joachim Morovuo, Miguel Rivas, Calvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, Joe Frantic, David Wen, Jesper Lawson, Oni Blackmage, Matthew Holcomb, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Catherine Lai, Gary James, John Santoro, Neuromod, Robert Crouch, Mikhail Agnell, Ulf himself, Jeffrey Ruchtenwald, Rainier Dennis Bautista, 
Wavering Radiant, Scott Adams, V8 Dave, Leroy Anderson, Ritz 1906, Eric Gustafson, Paul Sway, Toasty Soul, Christian Hundorf, Alex Lavanier, Daniel Fuchs, Tony Knox, I Sun Chore, Forrest, Caleb Ledoux, Mike Hook One, Vilar, Mauricio Fuentes, Token Gamer, Quick Scares, Ian Ladarzik, Brian Foster, The Classiest Hobo, Vokaiser, Madman Kevin, Zintrax, Corey Landega, Unlucky Irish, Modren, Paul Bishop, Travis Miosi, Carl Williams, Jalen Scott, Jake in Japan, Nick Waterman, Brandon White, Sean Mackey, Gabriel Aberg, Morpheus, Sean M. Gabaldon, Reed Johnson, Joe Rutsky, Nergal 131, Manuel Thomas, Peter Wen, Adam Scherenbrock, Not Jack, Kurzus Stavrogowski, Volker Bach, James Vest, Allison Burt, Ryan Feller, Jesse Ray, Bjornor Haraldvik, Blake Bonsack, Sean Day Almeida, Cisco Ace Jackson Garcia, Kiraz, Robert Oresti, Trizak, Wouter DeHayes, Matthew Holmes, Eric Maynard, Fabian Winkler, General Piet, Hassan Kiat, Leon Keyes, Raymond Lee, Clay Roberts, JC3, Adam Lindsay, Shiana Metz, Todd Paxton, Faraz Rizvi, Andreas Bard, Jared Wheeler, Jeff Easton, Dakota Hayes, Zustick, Don Turner, Misuki211, Alexander Zirianov, Aaron Kurt, Jesse Fish, Paul Nolson, Jason Joint, Edison S. Prada Jr., Alexander Braveglieri, Sarah Wampler, Travis Ng, Ahmad Al-Rashed, Buttpuddin, Tuttle, Furious Action Gamer, Jonathan and Amy Alconis, Stuart Siddall, Michael Schreiber, G. Sith, Mac Reed, Haley Hill, Andrew Stoke, Matt Gunther, There Is No Dana, Only Zool, Evan Ang, Joshua Vanswall, Bites and Brews, 1D10 The Show, Francisco Esparza Jr., Kyle Quintero, Sebastian Trier, Aurelian Grenier, Michael Pliskin, Bonnie and Jason Connor, James Watson Jr., BBC Chan, Wen Sean, Stephen Walther, Matt, Kevin Camposano, Carlos Zuniga, Diggles, Ryan Cohen, XWF Outlaw, Ibrahim Sozer, Jack Cullen, Momo Rashid, Rickard Enbaum, Michael Clendenan, Bread Roll Art, Sean German Efficiency Clinton, S Snake 24, Lee Young, Timo Yeager, Lindsay Wells, Hayden Hargraves, Eddie Reisner, Chase Caldwell, Halkin Stirs and Stirs, Nicholas Kroboth, Barry, Mikey Mizek Novak, Richard A. Paskvin, Joey Din, Luca Martini, Adam Henry, Chris Hall, Ms. Racy, Beautiful Kai, Sean Rowe, Caffeine Rage, David Kennedy, Durgesh Patel, Michael Lay, Kenneth Proceus, Mike Calvi, Anthony Daniel Galvin, Daniel Wong, Hadi Ali, Jameson Anderson, Noah Weinstein, Vincent Foliat, Hutchitron, Ahab, Neobear, Sebastian Olson, Matthew Migler, Santiago Carrillo, Alex Glass, Junior Motomura, Delisi, Tim Strothman, Mithers Strongbeard, Daniel Data, Nycrypt, Alan Griffin, Mons Anderson, Ivan Skogheim, Jay Aliar, Morgan Wirth, Sam Sorensen, Awesome Express, Shahir Khan, Matt Ferguson, Vishal Singh, Daniel Solorzano, Felipe Aguilera, William Heaney, Crystal Lundmark, Tim Mann, Chris the Pianist, Michelle Nubb, Michael Stevens, Sandra and Richard Acero, Andrew Smith, Battleox, Tiana Salazar, Randy Blakely, Pablo Rodriguez, Matthew Colomb, Stephen N. Parker, Jordan Phillips, Mick Malloy, Philip Klarskov Jensen, Sun Fam, David Amaro, Alex Monaco, Jacob Lobom, Arthur Henrique Chinaglia, Zach Kaczynski, Jameson Lapine, Nuno Amaral, David Boyarski, Rahiv Maharaj, Ryan Wagner, Peter Cerny, Joachim Wiederberg, Christopher Santis, Andreas Coter, Egg Stravaganza, Gali Gutierrez, Chris LaRue, The Fatty Show, Tender Brew, 
Jason Shields, Mohanad Saber, Sud Almasafer, Stephen Cassell, Remy Loisel, Michael Kozachenko, Michael Bologna, Pete Shoemaker, Repas Edud, Irvin De La Torre, Max Harms, Straw Hat Ninja, Cyberboa, Christoph Fatui, Azazel Valkyrie, G.W. Fox, Alexander McEachern, Jeffrey Murillo, Mazrin Tain, Chris Bennett, Liam Ahern, Guillaume Robillard, Crediar, Jesse Vitelli, A Pack of Puppies, V. Kira Ray, Tristan Howard, Jason I, Ronka Q, Chris Cornett, Andy Marks, Jeremiah Snowden, Materia Addict, Robert I, Will Arrowwood, Tyler Wallace, Julius Garcia, Blaster Master, Gustav Strombone, Christoph Packlinger, Nefertiti Jenkins, Malcolm Moshet, Adam, Cal, Joel Olson, Quinn Riley, Robert Ori Einerson, Christopher Donnelly, Michael Rebelato, Matt Karwaski, Patrick, Logan Young, Trevor Thomas, Toby D. Schneider, Matthias Clare, Self-Imposed Illegitimate Child, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Magnus Rasmussen, Todd Vedvik, Clinton Hayes, Seyun Kim, Struggler, Randall Crittenden, Jose Gutierrez, Tense George, Dominic Brown, Sal Ramon, Chad McIntosh, Bunny Chen, Isaac Swanson, Joey and Kate, Raymond Chow, Kari Carson, Ian Anderson, Zahid Hosseini Karami, Dan Pan 16, C.S. Lewis, Origachino, Splontot, Jana, Roy Sung, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hagensen Petersen, Colin Hoyleman, Reed Marlett, Thorfkin, Jethrin, Max His Shame Terman, Sean Ladia, Rerun, Linson Wu, Luis Ibarra, Philip Higdon, James Brown, Max Cannon, Spencer Stevens, Supernova Smith, Russell Bateman, BM5, Richard Gunther, Jesse Blue, Ivan Ponce, Jay Potter, Christopher A. Butler, John Prey, Sean Essen, Sebastian Urban, Matt Ford, Marco Zanone, Alec Church, Culinary Stud.